When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why am I with Seabus Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. Seabus, for all of us. To consider if Seabus is right for you, visit seabussuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you it's the final word, Ashes Daily for Super Super, the industry super fund, hitting your retirement for six. Day three, Headingly, Leeds, we're looking at across the ground, Jeff, uh, safe in the knowledge that it would take a miracle really for Australia not to retain the Ashes tomorrow, but at the same time, just a fraction less certain in that statement than we were 24 hours ago on the basis that England did have a good afternoon in pursuit of 3.59. Why don't you tell us all about it? In 30 seconds or less. England are not out of it yet. They're not really in it, but they're not out of it. They're 203 runs behind. They've still got seven wickets in hand and they've still got Joe Root at the crease. Australia batted a a fair while on the second day, eventually bowled out for 246. Uh, The lead at that point was 359, one of uh, the biggest run chasers in test history. England lost a couple of quick wickets early, but then Root made 75, not out. Denley made a half century and that was after Marnus made 80 in Australia's innings. Yeah, we are often in a situation covering test cricket where we go through the fourth innings chase stats because, you know, it's often the case that asides after four or five hundred to win on Mm -hmm. the last couple of days and so we know these numbers pretty well. So when, when we when we talk about three fifty nine not being likely, it isn't because of the, the you know run rates or, or or even the the state of the track. It's just there's there's all these various different component parts swirling around. The fact that a second new ball is due in eight overs tomorrow, and and there, there is so much spade work yet to be done. But as I said before, the, the fact that they got themselves back into it is commendable because they lost two wickets in their chase with the score on fifteen, mm. and, and for the briefest moment, especially when Joe Denley started his his innings and was being carved up and hit on the helmet and cut in half and beaten outside the outside edge about four or five times in quick succession. You thought that, well, Denley's going to go. It's going to be three for Soddle and then, you know, they might be all out by T or something like that. But then yeah. he, he found a way to survive and, and Joe Root played his best innings of the series. I thoroughly expected a three-day finish. I thought they'd be bowled out inside of 50 overs. You know, I just thought a team that had been roasted for 67 in the first and then and not just that but had been so bad in the field as well you know they they dropped another catch off Marnus this morning so three catches went down off him during the 80 he made plus a wicket off the no ball so and all of them were catches behind he kept having the same dismissal you know the same outside edge um, the bowlers did their job again. You know, Ben Stokes did, you know, above and beyond his duty as an all rounder, and yet the catches weren't taken. The the fielders weren't backing them up. You know, they just looked like a broken team. 
and you don't expect a side like that to be able to compete. Um, so I thought it was going to get a lot worse, by the way. I mean, Australia made 75 and lost four wickets this morning, but for a moment there, I thought James Pattinson and Marnus might bat for you know two or three hours because Pattinson looked pretty settled at the crease. Labuschagne just picked up where he left off, notwithstanding the the, the the catch behind, which I think came after Pattinson was removed. I think the best they yeah, went to his right. right. So, you know, in the end, it took, as usual, Joffrey Hutcher to come on and pick up that wicket of Pattinson, which did change things to a certain extent. But 359 still felt mm. like it may as well have been 559, you know, when they got those early couple yeah. of wickets. And the reason that, that we say that it's difficult, see, often people will look at, you know, 320 in the fourth innings and say, well, teams ch- can chase that in one day cricket all the time. Yes, What's exactly. the big deal? And you go, yeah, you can, but when it's at the end of a test match when you're already tired, you know, emotionally tired and, and physically tired, and then it's, it's just a matter of the jeopardy, like the likelihood that there will be mistakes. You're like, okay, you've got 10 batsmen, and if each of them makes something is falling apart behind us here at the ground. I don't know what's going on. It could be anything um, here, to be honest with you. I, I, why don't we take a little wander out towards the yeah, ground where it. it might be a bit quieter. We've been chased by lawnmowers and people crashing beer kegs and all the rest of it. So it's a matter of how many mistakes can a side uh, afford. And, you know, in, in a perfect bowling display, it might only be 10 or it might be 12 or it might be 13. But those mistakes will come because, the you know, the pitch is a bit older, the... As you say, there are, there are new balls to come, all the rest of it. Eventually, those wicket-taking deliveries will come. And so when you look at 350-plus run chases, there have only been 10 successful run chases of more than 350 in the history of Test cricket. And as we learned from Andrew Sampson on our podcast the other week, that's 2,355 Test matches have produced 10 winning run chases this big. So, yeah, yeah, well, you know, and, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, some rec- recommended reading on this. Jared Kimber, our colleague from Cricket Info and a bunch of other places, he wrote a piece on this exact topic in January this year about why the sides not chase down 300 plus tallies so if you want to have a further interrogation of that pick up Kimber's piece there because that does a good job of it so um, again, I'm dead. Why are all the lights on, by the way? We're just out on the ground here, and suddenly all of the, the stadium lights, well, half of them have just turned yeah. on uh, for you know, just testing them out. Well, they weren't on Test when we were drive. doing our filming before, so that would have been helpful. Would have been. Then, but, yeah. you know, better late than never. But at the same time, this Completely is Completely pointless. It's a totally we, empty ground. We seem to have light, <laughs> lights go on all the time at grounds in the UK for reasons that befuddle us. Um, so uh, Jay Roots returned to form, but he needed Joe Denley to be with him, didn't he? And, yes. You know, I mentioned the, the early... Um, cross-examination of him where where Hazelwood and Cummins were all over him when they came off. Pattinson, who didn't bowl with his best, but did create a couple of chances again, like one spat up off the track at his throat, which he managed to Mm. get just over the top of the gully fieldsman. Um, And by contrast, Root looked in complete control. I mean, obviously it was tough early on when Hazelwood and Cummins were flinging it down at 90 mile an hour, but yeah. he looked f- far more settled than he had in his last few times to the crease. Yeah, and I don't know why that was. I, I really wasn't expecting it. I didn't think he'd be able to make that switch so quickly. Two ducks in three balls. You know, he, he seemed harried. He was, you know, he had a bit of, of a, a pop at Jonathan Agnew as he came off the field tonight. Oh, he? he sort of said, you know, Agnew said, well done, and Root said, oh well, yeah, that might give you something positive to talk about um, well, as he came well, off. So he's, well, yeah. he's stroppy. There's, you know, he doesn't strike you as a stroppy type. Well, but you've got to remember, they woke up this morning and the coverage was absolutely brutal. As it should have been. Oh, no, no, that's as fine. It no, 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 been. No, no, I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying what it was. It, yeah. it was it, it, that's tough to pick up the newspapers. I mean, there was a... <laughs> you wouldn't. A brilliant, you just not pick up the paper. Well, would they, they wouldn't have been able to have avoided uh, John Etheridge's piece in the Sun, which was Oof. all-time red-top stuff. It was brilliant 
I, I tweeted out a photo of the story. It's just uh, there was at one point there's a there's a capitalised and bold sentence and there's recommendations they watch Chris Tavaray and Michael Atherton Batten. Um, it was just he, I think there's a line in there saying that he can't find adequate words to describe just how bad it was and he had a very good tilt at it though. It was, it was a great piece. So that was the kind of coverage Agnew on radio this morning um, came on this morning and said to abolish the county championship in its current form, have one division, recalibrate entirely the way they set up the first class structure. So mm-hmm. it was full on. Um, so I can understand I think, why they, they would have been, well, put it this way, they, were, they weren't lacking in motivation to come out and show um, more of themselves than the day before because we've often seen teams in the second innings when they when they have a stinker first time up, they just repeat it. Like, that's why I think we thought it would be over by two. Yeah, well, I think the Guardian's paper was, you know, they had Root because he's got the 66 on his back, but they just put the 67 next to him. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> there were, you know, it, it was it was harsh, but you can't expect anything else. Um, so I'm, I'm impressed that being stung like that produced mm. that sort of result because as you say there, there was a lot of sort of there, there was root defending from the crease just trying to survive for a lot of that innings but he was able to do that um, and then there was a little bit of prospering and then that wicket of Denley fell it was a, a nasty not bouncer per se but a sort of a short ball in at the ribs from Hazelwood and he couldn't get out of the way and gloved it through to Tim Payne um, just just after he'd reached 50 and then basically went just shut up shop completely for that mm. last hour or so with um, or well not quite that long but when well, he was, was batting with Stokes while, you know, it was a good 45 minutes he and yeah. Stokes batted together Ben Stokes 2 off 50 balls at the close Root 75 off 189 deliveries mm. I mean you could see that application from Ben Stokes. He's in pretty good nick at the moment. We saw the 100 he made at Lords last week. If you ignore the shot he played off James Pattinson yesterday, there's a yep. there's a fairly good um, sample size of work over a, a, a reasonable period of time in both the World Cup and this Ashes series. So he's the right guy to be with Root in the morning. But as I mentioned, I think off the top, in eight overs time, second new ball, and that's where it gets... Like you say, talk about jeopardy. Like, how do you handle the first eight overs? Do you try and take advantage of the situation or do you just do whatever you can to get through to, say, over 20 or 25 before you're trying to start adding some scoreboard pressure the other way? Yeah, I mean, I think it's almost at a point where scoring doesn't matter. The only thing to take into account is how much time can you survive as a batsman in, you know, just in terms of exhaustion as well. You, you can't sort of say, well, I'm going to bat for 12 hours because you probably won't last that long. So that's the only area where scoring comes into it but they've got so much time they've got six sessions left in the test that if they were to to try to knock off 200 with seven wickets in hand it's 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 very unlikely but you, you know it's not like you can just bat through the rest of the match and do it yourself yeah i mean it felt like we were going to come here this weekend and it was going to be a coronation australia were going to retain the ashes in like spectacular fashion and much as they did in 93 here at headingley when they made england follow on and it was a, a smash up and they retained the urn here i th- thought that's what this weekend was going to be, but it's not going to be. I mean, if, if, if we allow ourselves to think for a moment, if England did win this... They won't. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but you've got hot takes and everything. So if England found a way to get over the line tomorrow in the unlikely scenario they did, yeah. then this is one of the all-time greatest Ashes wins. I mean, forget about 81. I mean, mm. well, sorry, <laughs> you can never forget about 81, but as Michael Vaughan said at Stumps, this would be right alongside it. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, to think Australia bowled them out for 67, I think you tweeted, they bowled England out, no, rather, no, it, England had bowled Australia out twice by lunch on day three, yet they were it, this far behind in the Test match. Yeah. With all of that considered, if somehow tomorrow they can knock off these 203 runs, it'll, it'll yeah, it'll be nine miracle-like in terms mm. of the, the historical data we have at our disposal, but 
also it'll mean we're back on track for the Classic Ashes series. Yes. But we said on 9-1, we're like, you know, if England do it, they should after bowling out Australia for 179, then we're one all going to Manchester. That that becomes possible. So I don't think that will happen. But if that were to happen, mm. this is um, this is this would be quite sure. the story. If it would be, yes, would be an amazing story if it happened. Um, what I will say is that this... I know you're going to be hate writing everyone tomorrow. I can't wait to watch you in the press box, this... biting down the nails and oh, seeing no, I'd Australia love to, home. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see England win. I'm just saying they won't because this is this is Adelaide night four when you know England needed what, 179, five wickets down, and they're all going, oh, maybe. And you know what happened? Josh Hazel came out, got a wicket with the second ball, got Joe Root with his second over, and and he'll do something like that tomorrow. Oh, I think you he know, will too. I don't, I don't think they'll make it to the second new ball without losing one of the one or the other. It's been yeah. it's been the, it's been the, uh, the the one feature of this test series is that whenever we've needed to depend on batsmen, they on either side they've they've let us down yeah. with the exception of Stephen Smith and Marnus Labuschagne and maybe Rory Burns at, at Edgebaston, which feels like a million years ago now. So yeah. the high probability is it's all over, you know, by halfway through the the middle session. But I mean, yeah, it 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 is it is a lot. It feels a lot different to what it did twenty four hours ago. Yeah, it means there's been something. There's been some resistance, um, you know, from from a team that was had the floor wiped with them for the first couple of well, not a, the first day they were all right, but you know that second day was just such an epic thrashing that it felt like it spanned several days. You know, it, mm. because they'd been they'd been smashed with the bat, they were smashed with the ball, they were awful in the field. They basically got every possible permutation wrong in a way that, that felt like it had spanned a much longer period of time whereas at least you know if and when they're bowled out tomorrow they will have they will have given something but it, yeah, it's just you can't bowl as well as Josh Hazelwood did today yeah. uh, and and not take wickets it's oh, going to happen so, I mean I think Cummins has been almost the forgotten bowler in all of this like the way he bowled at the start of today the delivery to pick up Jason Roy as I think Alistair Cook said on TMS no one's keeping that out so yes you can question Roy's footwork and I did on the Guardian coverage at the time but that's a fine piece of bowling mm. and Cummins will have you know that second new ball tomorrow too uh, before we sign off this evening Jeff Seabus Super 9.23% is the annual return for the default investment option at Seabus Super over the last 35 years jump on seabussuper.com.au for more information where you can pick up a PDS and of course past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Something we should take heed from as we work our way into oh. this Sunday at Leeds. Every podcast we've done, I think we've it's been relevant to the cricket in, in one way or another <laughs> because, you know, the two two balls for naught for Joe Root in the first inning, 75 not out in the second. Yes. And, well, you know, if, if he can go on and make a big hundred, you never know, Adam. You never know. But, uh, but, but Australia... Imagine how cool it would be at Headingley too, Joe Root, if he goes and makes 150. The Yorkshire boy. 172 not as they win the test match. Imagine this joint. <laughs> tomorrow and it would explode they were fantastic the crowd today again this is my favorite crowd in england and they were brilliant again today so fair play to them they understand their cricket i loved all the ironic cheering when when joe root uh, rather when joe denley passed 12 um when, when england passed 67 um and indeed, when joe root passed 67 and when joe root passed 60 they were, they were very engaged and very involved i went and did a couple of laps today and they loved it I'm going to go and rest my voice. I'm yep. stuffed. End of the day, uh, Australia need uh, seven Six. wickets to yep. retain the Ashes. England need 203 runs for the most unlikely win in modern memory. We'll be here tomorrow, We're going to have course. a day four. We're going to have an Ashes Daily day four. Wasn't expecting that this That's morning. That's true. Ashes Daily day four tomorrow. For Seba Super, the Industry Super Fund, hitting your retirement for six. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon signing off. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sorry if I ran into empty broke this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you
hundreds of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS My Super Option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS for all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.